0: Go on ahead. Check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead. Click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hey guys, John DiGiorgio here from Movie Love tonight. I just want to say thank you for joining us on this movie review for The Departed. Before we get into tonight's podcast episode, I just want to go on ahead and say this. One of my friends is actually in a band called Plan B, which is actually a little local band out in Bogalusa, Louisiana. So when you get a chance, go on ahead and check out his webpage for Plan B and also to check out the website for plan b i think guys are actually going to enjoy the music that he actually brings so click the link below and enjoy some music hey what's going on mike hey john what's up man Nothing much, man. It's good to actually have you on the show again. Oh, uh, yeah. So, hello, movie lovers. And welcome to the show for tonight's podcast. I actually have Mike Perkins with me again. We're actually going to be doing our Mafia Talks Monday. I'm calling it as Mafia Talks Monday. And this is actually going to be our uh, review for The Departed. I hope you guys enjoy this as much as we do as doing this review. So... I just want to say welcome again to the show. Oh yeah. And you know, I really have to say I like this movie a lot. This movie came out in 2006 in September. I did not see this movie in theaters though. This movie actually had a budget of 90 million. It actually made 1, uh, 29.1 uh 291.5 million. It's a remake of a uh of Infernal Affairs. If you guys do not know that, it's actually a foreign film. And then Mark Scorsese went on ahead and wrote the script out for The Departed. Not only that, but with the Infernal Affairs um, movie and everything too, they actually had a fight for the rights to actually have that back in 04. I don't know if no, you knew I that or know that.
1: not.
0: Yeah, anytime whenever. They want to do a remake or whatever, they have to ask permission from other companies, mm-hmm. so therefore, they were actually on hold for a while from 2004 mm-hmm. and then finally they were able to do this movie in uh, I want to say in 05 or middle, mid, um, probably mid 04. Oh, okay. but yeah, so, this was uh, this was uh, definitely this... one
1: of my favorites for sure.
0: Mine too, mine too, because I love mafia films. Marstor Stacy is the best oh, when it comes yeah. down to mafia related films. For sure. You know, uh he did Goodfellas, yeah. The Irishman, not so much, but that's just the CGI aspect right. of it. But as for the storytelling in itself, I really right, enjoyed it. But, you know, this movie stars Leonardo DiCaprio as Billy Coxedon. You also have Matt Damon as Colin, you have Jet Nicholson as Frank Costello, Mark Wahlberg as Denham, Martin Shane as uh, Queenan and then of course Vera Firminga as Madeline, and then you also have Alec Baldwin in this yep, movie as yep. well.
1: Uh, I really liked. Uh, I like Ma- Um, I liked everybody in it, but Mark Wahlberg was great in it, even though he had such a small part. You know, I thought he did great.
0: I I love Mark Wahlberg's part in this movie as well, and I love how this movie actually starts off. To be honest with you, I like how, you know. You have uh, Frank Costello explaining the division within uh, Boston Mm -hmm. itself about how one side was Irish, the other part was Italian, and that's actually how it was back in those days and everything. And then it was all about uh, how certain people say, well, you have to go out and earn it rather than than take it. But with Costello's um, philosophy is you need to just go out and take it. Yeah.
1: No, I don't know this or not. I'm asking. Is uh, is Frank Costello actually supposed to be somebody? Like, is is or is, is that just a made up character?
0: It's just a made up okay. character. This is not based off of it's any not, true events right. or anything yeah. like
1: that. Okay, yeah, I thought that maybe he was based off but, of a real character. You know,
0: no, uh, this is actually just a movie on its own.
1: Martin Scorsese just saw that it was an
0: opportunity to do a remake of infernal Affairs*, and that's right, what he did. Right. Okay, yeah, and right
1: but yeah great
0: but i thought it was oh, yeah, good it's solid, yeah it's, it's most definitely,
1: definitely. A solid film uh, for sure
0: definitely a solid film uh another thing too is like i said with the aspects of you have Matt damon's character colin coming up from an early age when he first meets frank costella jack nicholson's character and i like how jack nicholson is introduced into this kid's life yeah and, you know, it's kind of has a good fella's kind of flavor to it because he goes, Oh, you must be so and so's boy. And then next thing you know it, you know, he winds up buying the kid comic books, bread, oh, yeah. everything that yeah. they need to eat.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And see, my favorite character, obviously, obviously is Leonardo DiCaprio, but uh, but everybody did such a good, uh, good job in this movie, man. Everybody did. You know, Jack Nicholson was brilliant, just like he is in shit, every movie I've ever seen him, man. But, um, like, but the small parts, like Alec Baldwin and, uh, Mark Wahlberg, they play really good together. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the, the little yeah, back and forth oh, that um, they do, oh, that was, you know, that was good.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, how's your mother? She's good after fucking your father <laughs> and, or some, something like, you know, it was just something like that. Yeah, I'm just yeah, paraphrasing, yeah. but I love the back yeah, and forth between that, them yeah, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then when, uh. Mark Wahlberg's talking to Leonardo DiCaprio, and he's like he, – he makes a fart noise, and he says, what's wrong, cocksucker? You don't know any Shakespeare? <laughs>
0: so, I love that. <laughs> and then also, too, I like how he breaks it down to Leonardo DiCaprio, though, too. is like, look, you're never going to be a statey. You're never going to be someone that is going to be right. a cop. You can appear to be a cop, but you're not going right. to be a full-blown right. cop. Because of the family background that he actually comes from, which is not Leonardo really yeah, DiCaprio's right. fault, he just wants to get out of the life that he's actually in, which is his right. parents' right. life. You know, he doesn't right. want to and be what the was outcast. perfect
1: for him. Is that he actually played both roles anyway? He was the good kid, you know, uh, with his mom, and then when he went to his dad's on the weekends, he turned into the bad kid. So he knew how to play both roles. You know,
0: he definitely did. He definitely had that switch between right. the two of them, especially when someone passes away in mm-hmm. their family. And everything you get you see that little role yeah. that he's actually doing, especially at at the mm-hmm. funeral and yeah. stuff. Uh, but you know, I also like the fact that we're not we don't have no credits at the very beginning or anything like that. All we have is dialogue with Jad mm-hmm. Nicholson character, then the introduction to Frank Costello with Matt Damon as a mm-hmm. early age, and then it rolls into Matt Damon being a rat mm-hmm. for Costello. And then it shows him going through his whole entire deal where he's actually training to be a cop, trying to get where he wants to be. And then finally, he's actually done Mm -hmm. graduating. And then it also shows Leonardo DiCaprio going through the academy, going through the same procedures that Matt Damon went through. But he's going through it with a more cleaner slate than what Matt Damon's character is, which is Colin.
1: Yep.
0: So what do you think of that? I like
1: the way they did that. I mean, um, it was... It was perfect, you know, because it, it got to show us, you know, the beginning of both, uh, you know, Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio's careers, you know, at how they got to where they were. And, I, you know, I thought that was brilliant how they did it both at the same time to show us, you know, to show us both characters story at the same time. So that way, you know, because if they did it separate times, that would ate up a lot of the movie, you know, so I think they I think they did a good right. job on that, you know. I mean, I, I could see where it would be confusing if you're not really paying attention. Like, well, is this the same time period? Like, what, what the hell is this? Because they don't really explain it. They, there's no lead up to it. They kind of just go into it. But I enjoyed that. I thought it was great. I right. It good.
0: My this is my assumption on it. Was this? I thought that it was maybe a couple of months after yeah, Damon well, graduated that Leonardo DiCaprio. That's that's what uh, it looks graduated like to
1: me. Yeah, me too.
0: Because Matt Damon probably graduated a year ahead of him, right. he's just a year behind. Because we actually see that a little bit when Billy is just in uh, the waiting area, and then of course Matt Damon mm-hmm. calling comes out and then enters right. the Leonardo DiCaprio. So I like how they actually pass each mm-hmm. other in the hallway and don't even realize that That's they're right. going to be connected
1: yep. later on. That was on. good. That was good. But yeah, I do I do like how they like showed it at the same time is what I'm saying. How they showed both. You know, both of them going Mm -hmm. to the academy and all that shit. So that way we can get through that part and get to the good shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they kind of just put it both in at the same time. And I thought that was good, you know.
0: I thought so, too, to be honest with you. That was really good. I also like how, like I mentioned before, with the start of the credits, you expect it at the very start of the film. Then as soon as, you know, Queen tells them, look, you're not going to be a cop, you're not going to be a statey, this is the this is the ballpark that we're dealing with. You're just gonna be someone that's gonna appear like a cop, but right, you're not gonna right. be a cop. So you're gonna be undercover. We're gonna go on ahead, give you the shrink. We're gonna go on ahead and put you in jail for a little misdemeanor or whatever to make it look mm-hmm. like you did some time. And then when you get out, that's when you're gonna start making
1: some noise with right. Costello's crew. Right. And he had the perfect his whole story was perfect because he already has you know anger problems. So that's gonna you know help his story saying that he got kicked out of the academy because he's got anger issues and shit. And then, uh, you know, he, he has family members that are already committing crimes that are already selling drugs and doing shit like that. So he can link up with them and that gives him a leg up to get into, uh, you know, Costello's crew, you know? So I thought that was cool too.
0: I thought so too. I thought that was actually Mm. perfectly well done. Also, like how he's in jail, the other, and then of course, the dropkick music comes on with I'm Tripping Out to Boston. I want to put
1: my head through the wall. (laughs) I love it. Really, I I love love that song. I want to beat somebody's ass when I hear it. (laughs) Okay, okay, I got you.
0: I got you because I thought it was because when you say you want to put your head through the wall, I thought that you meant like you (laughs) want to, I I love it. It
1: makes me want to put my head through the wall with joy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, okay okay i gotcha because here's the thing that's my first introduction into the dropkick murphys because i never heard of them until this movie and then yeah. all of a sudden i became yeah, same, a fan of their music
1: uh,
0: and i really love this as a matter of fact they're actually from boston oh
1: yeah yeah
0: and i want to say this though too they actually captured the boston accents really yeah. well Being someone from Boston, that's actually my little nitpick thing. (laughs) And I I
1: think uh, Matt Damon and uh, Mark Wahlberg are actually from Boston, if I'm not uh, right. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're actually from Boston.
0: Yeah. So they actually did great with the accent. So did uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I thought he actually captured the Boston Mm -hmm. accent as well, because whenever they do movies in Boston, like Hocus Pocus and other Mm -hmm. other films. I'm paying attention to the dialogue because, okay, if you're from Boston, you don't say right. car.
1: You say car. Park the car. Park the car You know, you don't pronounce car. your R's. <laughs>
0: right. Or like fucking quies, like uh, Matt Damon says about the fire department inside well, the movie uh, as well.
1: That's totally pissa. <laughs> piss-a. Wicked yeah, piss-a. wicked
0: pissa. That right, means like right. wicked awesome. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, we have our own little dialogue up in Boston, our own <laughs> little slang. Like liquor score is actually called oh, the paki, okay. the paki, yeah. But anywho, <laughs> um, the <laughs> little side oh, note went. about me. <laughs> but you know, I I thought they actually did a good job with the Boston accents, and then of course, the back and forth with Alec Baldwin's character, and also two, um, uh, with with Mark Wahlberg as yeah. well oh, yeah, was good for sure. For sure. And then Queenen. Uh, is also agreeing with Mark Wahlberg's character, saying, hey, look, you're never going to be a cop, Mm -hmm. you're never going to do this, but also here's the thing, I like Matt Damon's character for what it is. I like the fact that when he knocks on the door, and then all of a sudden you see Costello's car moving, yeah. and the woman all of a sudden goes, literally, Mm -hmm. go fuck yourself. And he looks at his (laughs) partner and says, did you get that? Literally, and go fuck yourself. Got it. Oh,
1: yeah. That was, yeah, that was a good part.
0: (laughs) But but it just goes to show you the level of the whole entire gangster image with Jadikson, the power that he has over people. And that's actually something that was believable, something that I was wondering about whenever I first watched it was the fact that, is this going to actually capture that magic of a gangster? And he does it fantastic. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: Uh, what else did uh, that actually uh, stand out, out for Stood out me. Um, I would have to say that uh, you know Matt Damon. Even though I didn't really care for his character too much because of the choice, you know, because he's going in as a cop and he's actually a, a, a gangster, and I just I don't I don't like that. But he played it well. You know, he played it very good, and uh, the way. His, his, the way he acts like how he's conflicted at the end, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's a really good the way he did that was great, you know, mm-hmm. right? Like he he actually he made I like me that too. From uh, he took me from not liking him to actually liking him, and, and you know at the end, you know, like I was like oh shit, like I was kind of feeling bad for him, and for him to suck me in like that, you know, into a movie and and get into his role and actually start to like him, change my mind about him you know that's pretty good man that's pretty good to be able to do that
0: right that's associated with the level of acting that he can actually do when he gets yeah, the right yeah, script he's good
1: probably. he's good and then of course you know Leonardo DiCaprio is brilliant and everything and so is Jack Nicholson i mean they they really went all out when they they went you know started doing all the casting and everything they got some uh, really good picks you know? you know they definitely did
0: um another thing too that i also want to mention about this film was the fact that, you know, I like how it plays both sides. I like, it knows what it is, and it has this identity of knowing what it is. And I don't know about you, but I felt suspense all the way through this with another DiCaprio's character, especially whenever he's like, look, I'm not doing this with a wire or anything like that. I'm going to do this straightforward without no wire or anything like that, and do this investigation. Otherwise, Frank is going to wind up ripping the uh, wire from him. And matter of fact, we actually saw him when we meet up those two people from Providence, saying Leonardo DiCaprio has a cast on him, he winds up taking, the, taking Leonardo DiCaprio in the back, and then yeah. uh, in the back where the pool table is, and he's actually slamming his arm yeah. against the pool table. And then he, after that, you thought that wasn't enough to remove the cast. He takes Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, work boot and just starts hitting oh, him with, on oh, yeah. the arm. And
1: then the it. one time that they put a wire on Leonardo DiCaprio, they, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson pulls out a fucking human hand and he takes a ring off, you know, that he just cut off somebody that day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Leonardo DiCaprio's seeing all this and he's wearing a fucking wire the whole time. So he goes into the bathroom, rips the wire off, and he ends up telling, you know, uh, Mark Wahlberg and, and the other character, I can't think of his name right now, but he tells them, you know, I'm not, yeah, queen, queen. I'm not wearing a fucking wire ever again and all this, you know, so. That was cool. That was very suspenseful. And I mean, like, you know, when you've never seen the movie, your heart's beating fast. And you're like, oh, shit, get out of there, man. (laughs) You know? Yeah.
0: Exactly. And, you know, and also, too, he goes, John Lennon once said, if you give me a tuba, uh, I'll play the fuck out of it. And I look at you, and I'm wondering, what can I use Mm. you for? Yep. And I love that line because it actually shows you – is like he's working in his head. What can I use him for? I know he's good with violence. I know he's edgy. I know that he doesn't take no shit. But is he too edgy for my crew? And is he going to be someone that's going to snap on everybody? Or is he going to be someone that's going to turn later on? You can see the wheels turning in Costello's head. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And everything.
1: And he just – So that was something. It it didn't surprise me because I knew Jack Nicholson is great in everything he does, but I mean, it it was, I mean, he just, he did a really good job in this role, man. Like he played it, you know, to the T of how a gangster is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Of, of, Of how they are, you know?
0: Most definitely. And then, you know, I really liked, too, like you mentioned before, with Chad Nicholson's character was the fact that he can be dark, grotesque, he can be all the layers that you need him yeah, to be dark, in this film.
1: Funny at times, <laughs> you know, because they are uh, right. I mean, he goes, let's be honest, every gangster that we know from film and all, they all have a sense of humor, you know, <laughs> they are, They all throw a little something in it,
0: right? Yeah, it's just very dark.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Our type of humor. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, our sure. type of
0: humor, very yeah. <laughs> psychotic. Sure, like
1: you know, as we just seen on the last episode of the Sopranos uh, podcast with us, <laughs> we have very dark sense of humor.
0: <laughs> but uh, another thing too that I want to mention is Frank's other quote that I like is: "When I was your age, they would say you could become a mm-hmm. cop or a criminal. Today, what I'm saying to you is this." When facing a loaded gun, That's right. what's the difference?
1: That's right. And he actually, he, in a way, he's got a point. <laughs> you know, in a way, he's got a point about that. <laughs> you know?
0: And I like the look that uh, Billy says. He goes, I could kill somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. I could be you. But mm-hmm. I don't want to be you. That's right. That's right. And then uh, Jack Nicholson's like... Uh, How's he say it? Heavy is the, the head that wears the crown. That's what he says. It, that, that, he said that
0: heavy, kind of thing. He, heavy is the, uh, right. It's heavy, it's heavy on the very bit start yeah. of that yeah. quote. Yeah. And it also goes to show you, it all. It's kind of relatable to Tony Soprano in a way. When people think that it, he can do anything he wants because he's the boss, and
1: he probably has the high yeah. life of being the boss, and right. then
0: heavy is the crown. That's actually That's the right. same way yeah. with
1: this. Yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, and basically, Leonardo DiCaprio is just, uh, you know, just reassuring him, you know, that, you know, I don't, I don't want to take your spot, man. And, you know, and also he's basically saying, I'm not the fucking rat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But even though he is, right, and he's very believable, you know, very fucking believable. And even, you know, all the way up, you know, to where he starts taking, you know, uh, Oxycontin and shit just to kind of numb himself you know, because he's seeing so much shit, so much violence and and, you know, illegal activity. He said, you know, and, and we forget sometimes that he is a cop, you know, and uh, it, even if a, a cop is undercover and he's been undercover for years, he's still a cop. So he's got to see this shit, you know, that's illegal and, you know, all these bad things. And he has to act like a criminal. So it eats him up. So he starts taking these drugs and shit to kind of numb it out. And uh, and he plays that part well. Uh, I mean. You know, it actually it's it's difficult for actors. I, you know, I don't I'm not an actor, but I'm sure it's it's difficult for people to play uh, somebody that's addicted to drugs. It's very difficult because you're not addicted to drugs. Now, the only way to know is to be around somebody that has been addicted to drugs. So he did his research and he did a good job with that, with the pills and shit. And then uh, and that goes to, with acting anyway. He uh he played a really good part in Basketball Diaries. I don't know if you've ever seen that. But, uh, yeah, Basketball man, Diaries was, was really good. And he, and he could play the shit out mm. of that kind of part. So what I'm saying is, you know, he plays the bad guy very well. But like I said, we always forget. We, we forget sometimes that he's a cop. So he plays both angles very well. Very well. You know?
0: Right. Right. And not only that, but also two undercover cops can also become part of that lifestyle as well to the point where right. they actually get yeah. sucked in right. and into that uh, world.
1: Not to change the subject, but um, you ever seen that movie In Too Deep with uh, Omar – I think it was Omar Epps and LL Cool J?
0: No, but uh, Donnie yeah, Brasco Donnie is Brasco a similar is situation.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I meant. So Donnie Brasco and then In Too Deep. In Too Deep's one you should check out, man. That's a really good one. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Very good. I'll definitely
0: do that. Uh, So another thing, though, that I want to talk about that I thought that was really good, something that actually stood out for me, was, of course, when, you know, you have Leonardo DiCaprio, you have Matt Damon, and he's tailing Matt Damon Mm -hmm. into the movie theater, And, you know, Matt Damon doesn't even know who uh, Queenan actually has. That's actually undercover, and then all of a sudden, the street lights with the security camera mm-hmm. winds up catching him. And then Matt Damon goes in and tries to see who yeah. is actually following him, but those cameras didn't even pick up his face or anything. So all he got was like a back shot of Leonardo DiCaprio with maybe a little side shot of his face, but right. not enough to actually right. go on.
1: So yeah, that that was. That, that screwed his but, plans up. <laughs> all, he, all he can see is the back. And he's like, shit. Okay. Yep.
0: <laughs> but I also like what Leonardo DiCaprio tells Queenan and them. is like, what I want you to do is, I want you to go ahead and flush him yep. out. Flush out the rat and, that's inside your office. I'm telling you, it's real. This They're leaking information. You need to go on ahead and do it. And Dunham is like, which Dignam dignum is like, What the, how the fuck are you gonna, how, how, how are we gonna do that, huh? Answer me that. And then Leonardo DiCaprio tells him, What you do is you go on ahead, you say that there's something, the wiretapping in uh Costello's apartment or whatever, and then you flush him out that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that was good. That was, uh, that's a good plan, you know?
0: It was a good plan, I, and it good. actually worked in his favor, good. though, towards yep. the end of the film.
1: Um, what did you think about the? Uh, I can't think of her name, but the woman that played the psychiatrist. What did you think about her?
0: That would uh, matter of fact. I actually have her name written down. Um, that is Vera from yeah. uh, Farminga. I, I, I liked said, her part. To be honest with said, you, I thought she did really good. I like I liked the back and forth and the sassiness mm-hmm. between her and Matt Damon. Because whenever he's flirting with her on the elevator, he goes, "I don't need, I don't need her uh, number or anything like that. I'm a detective. Yeah. I don't need it." <laughs> and acts like he's going to throw it away. And then he goes, "Now nah, I'm just fucking with you. Of I, I course, need
1: of course, she ends up messing with both of them. You know what I'm saying? Of course. <laughs> right,
0: but at the same time, I believe that Leonardo DiCaprio's figured it out, though that maybe. This guy might actually be someone that would actually mm-hmm. go after someone like her. Ah, uh, yeah, too. Yeah, but but also too, Leonardo DiCaprio also winds up getting kicked out of her office yeah. after one session because he wants yeah, yeah. the medication. He wants
1: enough to maybe kill himself
0: <laughs> and drown out all the thoughts that's, and everything else, which yeah, is totally normal and sure, everything if sure. you
1: actually think about it. Yeah, when you're in that situation, man, you got to do what you got to do. You know.
0: But another thing, too, is uh, this is another thing I wanted to bring up is, you know, with Matt Damon's character, he does uh, the civilian life. He, he winds up dating a psychiatrist, which is Madeline. And he sees her professionally as a part, a part of his probation, which is actually uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's probation. And at that point, the MSP is ready to catch Costello selling the microprocessors. Now, the microprocessor stuff made me laugh a little bit. Because he goes, in this country, (laughs) we, you, uh," what was the actual quote? He said, in this country, you bring the money, you, uh, we bring the money.
1: You That's bring it. the merchandise. No ticky, no, no laundry. Tiki, no laundry. <laughs> In the way he's like, no ticky. <laughs> no, yeah. shit's <laughs> <just> funny.
0: <laughs> and then, of course, you know, they also really have this whole entire place bugged. And I liked how the, they actually did this, where we actually know the police work on their side of how hard they actually have to go through to actually get the bugs inside this building that they're supposed to be in, the surveillance that they're supposed to be in, and the hours and time that they mm-hmm. actually take to actually and then that catch poor somebody. fucking
1: guy that set up the cameras, he sets the cameras up and they end up going to a spot that they can't see anything and Alec Baldwin's character flips out on him he busts his ass. <laughs>
0: He punches. He winds up punching him to the ground, and everything has a tussle with the guy. The poor guy doesn't have anything to do with it or anything like that. Matt exactly. Damon is the one who's exactly. actually pushing all the buttons.
1: <laughs>
0: and but they do have one cell phone that's actually yep. up, and that's supposed to be laying out of the Caprio is actually uh, doing uh, mm-hmm. talking to Quentin, uh Quentin, and everything, and. You know, I like how, you can definitely tell technology oh, yeah. in '06 oh, yeah. was totally different Besides <laughs> that,
1: honestly, besides that little part, because or the- it's not a little part, but with the cell phones, besides that, it looks, I mean, it, it holds up, man. Because when you said 2006, I didn't realize it's it's that old of a movie. I was thinking like, I don't know, shit, 2016, 2015, you know, but it's actually an older movie, but it holds up, man. It still holds up today, right. for sure.
0: It still holds up with some minor technology and stuff like that, but it still holds up as a whole. But you know, I like how he's in his pocket. He's actually just texting a little dollar symbol to let him know that the drop is being made, the money is there. So even though they don't have the security cameras or anything like that, he still has a way of inside and everything. And Quentin goes, "It's just chill." Quentin is just chill as hell. He's like, "He's they're doing the drop." The people are there. Meanwhile, you have Alec Baldwin, <laughs> who's just going ape shit on They're everybody. Beat,
1: beating up the tech guys <laughs> and shit. <laughs> that ain't doing nothing wrong.
0: No, absolutely. And then, of course, after all this happens, then Costello, Chad Nicholson's character, actually thinks that he has a rat inside
1: mm-hmm. um, yep. his crew. And this is where he cut. Uh, after, after and, the drop off you know, like, it, money and stuff this is where he, he starts asking or like insinuating that Leonardo DiCaprio is the rat because he comes up behind him and he's like going like a rat and shit you know and Yeah, uh, that part's hilarious to me I love that right. part
0: that's actually one of my favorite parts too to be honest with you because he actually questions him remember because he actually left because that was during the time when right. Matt Damon was right. trying to get the social security numbers and he left during that time, and the reason why they're, they're getting the social security numbers is because name is like, look, I can find out who your rat is if you give me the social security numbers to your crew. And you can definitely tell right. that Frank is not okay with that. But he knows yeah. in order to flush out the rat, he has to do it. So, Leonardo DiCaprio gives them uh, his social security number and everything, and he walks off. And Frenchie's like, which is also the other henchman that's actually part of Frank's crew, he says, hey, where are you going? He goes, I'm not fucking staying here or mm-hmm. anything. I'm going out. I'm done. So he goes out. He yeah. goes and sees a uh, psychiatrist and
1: bangs Comfortably numb, I was about to say. With that. That Comfortably a numb. a cool um, remake of that song. You know what I'm saying? A cover. A cover of that song from... Uh,
0: Yeah, Van Morrison. I forgot who else did the uh, remake of that.
1: I don't know who did the remake. Yeah, I have no idea.
0: Right. I want to say Van Morrison or something like that. I have Uh, to look uh, at it because I used to have the Departed soundtrack. That's going to drive me nuts. They had a few songs (laughs) on that soundtrack. Uh,
1: You had Dropkick Murphys. You had that Comfortably Numb song. and I can't think of any. I remember they had like three or four other really good ones on there.
0: They definitely do. I'm gonna have yep. to look up the soundtrack itself later on. And, and I know this. I might actually rebuy it again podcast, <laughs> on iTunes.
1: But uh, they do have a little, um, a little cameo of um, the Departed soundtrack on. I think it was what the sixth season with Chris. Yeah. It was yeah. the sixth. Yep. So, yeah, it that was the was, Kennedy uh, that was episode. Cool. But anyway, well, back to the Departed. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, so like I said, I think that this part was actually pretty good. It leads up to Leonardo DiCaprio uh, talking to the psychiatrist and everything. He goes, look, I just hope this is not inappropriate or anything like that. I just came over here. And she goes, no, 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 I still have the lease and everything. It's still not up yet. You're not even a patient anymore. Yeah. You're just a, a friend visiting me pretty much. Yeah. And also, too, she also moves in with Matt Damon This is actually just me going back just a little bit because I do want to talk about this. She does move on with Matt Damon. She answers the phone in the apartment. Mm -hmm. Uh, That Nicholson's on the line. And he goes, is Colin there? And it sounds like that he has one of those... uh, Problems where he's actually smoking, like you know how people yeah, have they get, they this problem whenever throat, they smoke yeah. too much cigarettes or whatever, and they actually mm-hmm. have to talk. Right, and he goes, he goes, oh yes, yeah, this guy that works with me over mm-hmm. at, uh, yep. over at my job. I'm like, dude, you could at least say that he wasn't on um, This guy's an informant who's yeah, that, actually that was out on the street getting you information. He, he
1: tried to lie and bullshit too much. I think if he would have been more honest with her, I think it would have, you know, it would have worked, you
0: know. Right, exactly. But you can definitely tell that his guard is down whenever he's with her oh, yeah, because his sure. mind is, is like Good all one. scattered and all over the place. Because even Costello tells him, "Look, you need if you like uh, banging, uh, Little Miss Prist." Mm-hmm. Or I don't yeah, know I don't how know. he it actually. Was, said it was funny.
1: I know it was funny. Uh, said, you right? you, you know need to focus on the I job. exactly what he said. Yeah.
0: Right, and he said, "Or oh, else somebody else is going to mm-hmm. be fucking, yeah. uh, fucking her with his cock." <laughs> yeah. Right, right. We saw the outcome <laughs> with that. <laughs> he just didn't think it was going to be yeah, right, uh, right. being in <laughs> Matt Damon's girl, though. It was. It was. Which yeah. I thought that was actually pretty funny. And then, of course, there's also the other thing that actually happens after, after all that actually happens. And that's when John Nicholson winds up saying, well, why did you leave early? Because he, he doesn't really question him. He goes, you got a girlfriend? X, he goes, ex-wife. You uh, can he, he, right. he tell that he's right. actually trying to put stuff together on why he left early. He doesn't question them. He just wants to actually give him enough right. information to where he's actually dangling on the string to where right he can feed and him you know the information that he wants to hear
1: be that you are the rat. You're the snitch, but every time you go in there you got to act like you're not the snitch. You know, that's got to be freaking hard, man. You know what I'm saying? That's got to be stressful as shit, too. God. <laughs>
0: It really does. And not only that, but if you wind up being too edgy or, mm-hmm. you know, how kids fuss is like, I didn't do that right, or anything, which you already know that that person did that.
1: Exactly. You can yeah. come off as that like that, line, though, man. too. It's a, that's, a, that's tough. <laughs> you know, so, it's it's got to be.
0: And then, you know, like, he's, like I said, he's over there mm-hmm. feeding him that mm-hmm. like, ex-girlfriend, married. Uh, he goes with all the questions and everything. If I was, uh, if I was yeah, in out the cabinet, I said, it's "Look, I have say. a fuck buddy, and that's it." Yep, it's always got to say. And she wanted to, it was a booty call,
1: yep.
0: right? But no, he doesn't. Right he just lets Frank just <laughs> talk. <Yep.
1: laughs>
0: and I like the fact that he just keeps on making him talk because <laughs> yeah, the more he talks, yeah. the more pissed uh, off yeah. he is. <laughs> And I like what he says. He goes, I got this rat. <laughs> this 9 oh, yeah.
1: There's, there's,
0: there's rat. Pretty, fun, uh, pretty funny
1: pretty <laughs> funny gift with uh with them doing that. That's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> it is. And then he goes, You know what I like about restaurants? I like watching people eat. <laughs> and because you can always tell how someone oh, yeah. eats and how they <laughs> act around you. Because uh, they're yeah. and then he does the thing with the teeth again with the clip. <laughs> and then he goes, You need to eat something. You hungry you're hungry. He goes, No, I'm good. I'm good. No, you need to eat something. And then finally, you know, he realizes that you know Casa Den is not the rat or anything like that. He ends up touching his uh chest. Right, I think that right, was just right. him trying to confirm that there wasn't a wire there. Like mm-hmm. uh, okay. like Tony did with Puss. And then after that happens, Frenchie comes in and sits down. He goes, from now on, when uh, we tell you to stay, you stay. And then at that point, <laughs> yeah, Jack is still him. doing the rat face behind his back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he goes,
0: sorry, Frenchie. Sorry. I, I need to get a drink. <laughs> and I need to get my cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That part made me laugh. Every single time that actually <laughs> happens, that makes me laugh. Then, But I like how Leonardo DiCaprio is also introduced <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. to Frenchie, and I'm going yeah, back a little bit <laughs> because I forgot about this. Because because remember, two guys from Providence is going on ahead and trying to get uh, this guy in the diner to pay them, which is I think is part of some other people that mm-hmm. are trying to just some Italian guys, I guess. Some rivals of Frank's mm-hmm. is actually trying to get money from him. He's like, look, I don't have the money to actually spare. I don't have the money for this, uh, for the protection or anything like that. Next thing you know, Leonardo DiCaprio just goes out of nowhere and just mm-hmm. punches the guy, gets out the coat rack and hits the guy
1: yeah.
0: and everything and then and, walks out and, of the, the
1: dime. broke his hand. Yep. And
0: Right. And then that's when we get introduced to Frenchie. And, of course, he's sitting at the bar. And this one guy is giving him a hard time. He goes, Cranberry juice, huh? What are you, on your period? And then, of course, uh, in comes Frenchie. He goes, I'm here to tell you. I'm the guy who tells you. There are guys you can hit, and there are guys you can't. Now, that's not quite a guy you can't hit. But it's also a guy you can't hit. So I'm fucking ruling on it right now. That you hit him, you that you don't hit him. Understand? Which is also the guy at the bar that yeah. Uh, yeah, caused that it and uh, wind yeah, up hitting. Yeah,
1: the juice. Yep. That was funny. Yeah, that was that was a good one. So part. I thought that was really good.
0: And it goes to show you saying, look, just Frank is the muscle, but I'm that's also right. his backup. Right. So you do not fuck with him or... Yeah. <laughs> uh so anyways, uh, so we got that then then oh, oh follows Costello yep. into the theater
1: <laughs> and it's not just it's not just a regular the theater, theater
0: part made me laugh it
1: is, it is a uh triple x no uh, porn theater <laughs> yeah so theater <laughs> oh really,
0: which <laughs> I know where that's actually located at. <laughs>
1: I don't Seven. understand. Yeah, I mean, this isn't about the movie or anything, but I, don't, I just don't understand how somebody can go into a movie theater like that and please themselves. You know, you know what I'm saying? There's other people around. No. man, I no, wouldn't even want to sit God. down in that theater, that's to be weird, honest man. with you. No, this is like pre-COVID. I shit, still man. would not sit in that theater. <laughs> you know? No. No.
0: Shit, I wouldn't be no. comfortable.
1: God, I would not be comfortable in that theater, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I would be like Dexter yeah, no getting sure. a
0: saran wrap <laughs> <I guess. laughs> and just doing it that way. But even then, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll just <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing right. I'm good at my, the comfort and, uh, of my own home. You know, what
1: you were saying, <laughs> fucking uh, Matt Damon walks in. He's looking for Jack Nicholson. And this guy stands up wearing a fucking trench coat and this like hat. So you can't see his face. And he pulls out a fucking dildo and acts like it's his dick. And he's like, Bleh. you know, and, uh, and and Matt Damon's like, you know, you can see Matt Damon's right. face like, what the fuck? Right. happened? And it's Jack Nicholson fucking with him.
0: <laughs> you know what, though? I wonder if that was improv. Like, it wasn't even in the script. And Jack Nicholson's like, you know what I want to do? I want to get a dildo and have a trench coat on and just like, ugh, ugh.
1: Oh yeah, and then,
0: (laughs) then all of a sudden,
1: (laughs) then Matt Damon's expression. That was that dude. That (laughs) look. If I was him, his expression look too real to be fake. I mean, that shit. That was funny. That was really funny. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I laughed my ass off when I first saw that.
0: But I like the fact that they actually did this in the theater like that because nobody would actually think that two people would actually talk in the theater. About stuff like this, you know? And it also makes you, want, if people are telling him, it'd be like, okay, why is he going into a triple X theater? Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> it be like, you know what? We're not hey, even uh, going to go uh, in, dude, in there.
1: <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Leonardo, I was going to say, little do they know that Leonardo DiCaprio no, 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 actually in there as well, watching them. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And that's what I was going to get at and everything. Yeah. He's a couple he of saw, seats behind him. He's and listening he in the on the conversation. And, and the that's street. also... Saw all of it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? <laughs> that made me laugh even more.
1: now yeah, Because now he's, thinking like, now he's kind of in thinking on thinking the joke as eat, well. <laughs> kind of weirdos.
0: <laughs> right? Then also, too, you also have to think of it like this. And that is the fact that um, mm. you know, these are people are two weirdos oh, yeah, for, for starters. Sure. He's a psychopath. <laughs> Frank is a psychopath and everything, but also too, it's not out of character for Frank to go to a uh, movie theater. But I also like it when Matt, go- oh, Matt Damon's character, turns around, Colin says, "Um, isn't it kind of weird to be meeting over here because <laughs> I own the theater?" He goes, "Why yeah. am I not fucking surprised?" True? <laughs> <laughs> So, right? So he's making money on both ends and everything. I also like the quote though uh but Capri- between Leonard DiCaprio and Jack Nicholson's character also, where he says, I haven't needed uh money since I took Archie's uh money in the fifth grade.
1: Yeah, right? I don't need
0: pussy, yeah. but I enjoy
1: it. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so because remember, he asked him, he goes, Frank, why do you need this and everything mm-hmm. if you have all this money? Oh, yeah. And that's when like he winds up telling uh, him.
1: when he's messing with those two – when his wife so, – you know, I'm talking about Jack Nicholson's character. He's uh he's about to have like a, a threesome with his wife and some other chick, and he's like picks up the, the coke and he throws it on him and shit. I just thought that was a cool scene, man. That was a really cool scene.
0: I did too, and I don't know about you, but I felt a yeah. little bit of a devil inside of him. Yeah. Like you saw – Oh, yeah, like gets, this devil It's, devil his, like, look it's his
1: eyes the way In his the cloud of the, of the cocaine it's like it's, yeah, it, he, looks, he looks psychotic You know
0: yep. Yeah Yeah <laughs> But uh, Like I said uh, This is also where of course in the movie theater too Where they trade off The citizen where Matt Damon uh, yeah. Gets the citizen right. Envelope With the social security numbers on there and then he walks off, and that's when Leonardo DiCaprio is over there tailing him. His phone goes off, uh, Queenum uh, texted uh, DiCaprio to tell him to tail him. I, I don't know about you, but when well, I first, yeah, first saw that, for sure. I was in suspense. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, is this,
1: sure. this going to be uh, it? You know, Matt Damon is ahead of Leonardo DiCaprio, and he ends up stabbing a fucking, like, a what was it, a, a cook that was, you know, in the, in the alleyway. Because he thought it might have been, you know, uh, whoever was following him, and he jumps out and stabs the guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right, crazy, I remember that. And then, nuts, you, know, comes, then of co- uh, you know, no, nothing comes out about that. Fucking Matt Damon stabbed the guy. On, you know, he's a no cop, And he stabbed some guy and got away with it. And that was never mentioned again. <laughs> you know?
0: My my thing is this: I'm thinking, yeah, number one, yeah. he's a cop, he's so a therefore cop, he, he, he could probably up, clear it up.
1: You know I'm saying? So yeah, for sure.
0: Right, and not only that, but even with the security cameras, they yeah, weren't they're... like in the best working condition. Right, right. If you actually think about it, and his back was also faced, so it could have been just about anybody. And in Boston, though, too, yeah, yeah. stabbings and stuff like that happen all the time. So it's like, okay, this is just another right, mug right. mugger that we're actually looking for. Wouldn't even in matter of fact, I don't even know if the stadies would actually right. handle
1: something right. like that. That's actually so small, <laughs> right? You know, but yeah. I thought that was just I thought that that sucked for that for that uh, but, for that guy. You know, he's just you know taking the trash out in the alleyway and he gets stabbed. He was like fucking poor bastard. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I feel bad for the dude. He was just minding yeah. his own business and everything, and just working. But it hmm. also gives you a chance of some realism, yeah. though, with it, though, yeah, too, for sure, because everyday life, because right. yep. anything sure. could happen at any given time. So, uh, okay, so we have the civi- uh, civilian meets with Queenham um, and advised to follow Costello to find his rat. Costello waits for civ uh, for c- uh, civilian to find the rat, and to Cositin to take the day off. Okay. This is where Matt Damon's character winds up uh, trying to figure out who the rat is and everything. Costello tells, of course, mm-hmm. uh, causing him to go ahead and take the day off mm-hmm. because he has some new guys in the crew. And, of course, you know, at that point, too, once again, he doesn't. Uh, Costello does right. not. Frank does not right. trust Leonardo DiCaprio at all. And it's such a smooth move on the way he actually does uh-huh. it, because he's covered in blood, and he's like, uh-huh. you know yeah. what? I'm gonna get some new guys involved, yeah. and everything. You go on here and just take a rest. And uh-huh. I don't know about you, but if I work for someone oh, like yeah, Frank, they, right, that actually means watch your back. Sure.
1: You know what I'm saying? Because if, if, if I'm Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm I'm scared shitless. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, oh boy.
0: And then, of course, you mm-hmm. know, he actually meets subway with uh, Queen in as well up on that yeah. uh, apartment, that building on the very top floor. But if you notice in the background, there's actually X's. No, I, I,
1: didn't, I didn't notice that.
0: I don't know if you noticed that. Get this. There's actually X's really? throughout this whole entire movie. There's a little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, there's one where Matt is entering his building again after all the shit goes down with Frank. And once he shoots him and everything, and then as he's walking into the building, there's actually right
1: Yeah,
0: there's actually a couple of scenes. I think I did an article a while back about it, but I'll send you the article out too. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, things on this uh, film, though, as, as far foreshadowing. But, you know, Leonardo's like, look, you got to pull me out of this thing. I, I right. need you to get me out of this as quickly as you can. And also, too, he also visits Queen in another yeah. time at his own yeah. house, making sure he's not tealed. Mm-hmm. As well. But, you know, they're on top of this building, this abandoned building under construction or whatever it is. And, yeah, you know, Queen is like, I think you've been tealed. And Matt Damon does wind up killing him because of the fact that they're investigating yeah. that there might be a rat inside their building in the police headquarters. So you actually have Matt Damon, who's actually trying to do the same thing that Leonardo DiCaprio is doing, trying to convince everybody that he's not a rat. So therefore he's going to try and investigate as many people inside the police headquarters as he can. But he, instead he winds up tailing To me, I think he should have went on ahead and tailed somebody else Uh, or investigated somebody else before actually doing that. But you can definitely tell this is definitely a rookie mistake that he actually made
1: Mm -hmm. when doing something like that. I'm just now kind of putting it together as many times. I've seen the movie probably three or four times. And, uh, you know, in a way, Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio are both playing the same part, but from different angles. That's all they're doing. You know, I I never fucking noticed that until just now. No shit. That's pretty fucking wild, man. That's a really cool concept.
0: It is. very. I love that concept, though, because they think that they're doing. Matt Damon thinks that he's doing something right, because that's actually Mm -hmm. someone that he has actually looked up to at a younger age. And then you have Leonardo DiCaprio, who knows that he's on the right side of the law, but he needs to go in here Mm -hmm. and bring Costello down. And also the rat that's involved. Very cool concept. So they're both similar. Uh so Costan calls Queen in to meet, like I said, civili uh Sullivan, which is actually played by Matt Damon's character, has Queen teal to the meeting. When Costello's men arrive, Queen helps uh and in the uh tell that to escape through the fire escape. But all the way through this bef- and everything, mm-hmm. he Leonard Caprio is being tealed. Yep. All the way to that abandoned building. And so is Queen Anne. Queen, and because remember, Leonardo DiCaprio looks like Queen Anne and he goes, I think you're being tealed. He goes, I don't think so. And then that's when
1: yeah.
0: and they that's go where, to that uh, abandoned building.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio gets that text on his phone, right? Oh, uh, actually,
0: he gets a phone call from this other guy. From one of. The, yeah, remember? Uh, so this is what happens. He winds up escaping down the fire escape the guys from Costello's crew goes up into the elevator and he goes, where's your boy at? And then, of course, Quinn is like, oh, he's going to Boston He's over at Harvard and everything. He's graduating. Next thing I you know, it he want, they wind up throwing him off the roof. And then that's when DiCaprio mm, gets the call right. from the other yep. guy in the crew. And that's when yep. uh, Fitzy yep. tells him the
1: wrong address. And what was his minds up meeting him doing? at the right at this point, I can't remember. It was was his reason of doing that to um, show that he was the, that Leonardo DiCaprio was the rat.
0: Okay. Was, so I've my idea confused, I'm
1: because, confused on that part. Well I like about Martin
0: Sarcei is Right. Mm-hmm. And you see, this is what I like about Martin Sarcei though. Right. This it allows us to speculate a little bit that's because right. he doesn't actually tell us why he did it the way he did it. So what I'm thinking is, Frenzy was just in a panic that day because mm. of everything that's been going on. He was in a rush to get to the building. Mm. So he gave him the wrong address on an accident. So he Frenzy gets shot, mm-hmm. but there's actually a deleted scene. And because I was actually wondering this in my head, because I've always thought, OK, maybe he's an FBI informant. Maybe he's undercover. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he didn't write him out.
1: We're talking about Fitz, right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: OK. That's the line that. I... Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe he was like an FBI agent or
1: another informant. Yeah, or that's, right. that's kind maybe of what that's what why he didn't ran him out. He is a cop. But they find out later that he is a cop. Right. Oh, OK. Oh, okay. Actually, no. I, it I just thought,
0: allows us to speculate.
1: Yeah, but didn't they? find He died and in just throws him in the marsh. Then, like, uh, the new, like the people on the news say that he was a cop, or was that just to throw them? Off? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't it. know. But then, uh, but on that, to part, be honest I with know, you, uh,
1: Jack Nicholson's all pissed off because they didn't bring him far enough in the marsh.
0: <laughs> right. We're going to get to that in a minute, because that's actually one of my other favorite lines <laughs> yeah. that he actually talks okay. about. But let's get back with Fitzy for a minute here. He's actually dying. He's bleeding out. And he t- turns to Lynn out of the character. Tell me why I didn't rat you out. In the deleted scene, he said that, Costello said, you know what? You've been a, you've been part of my team for 10 years. You've been mm-hmm. a great person for 10 years of service to me. I need you to do me a favor. When you have When you see the rat, Mm. I need you to kill him, and that's in the deleted scene. And Fancy turns around and says, "This." He goes, "I don't know if I can actually mm-hmm. kill him or not." So there's Uh-oh. that little thing.
1: Yeah, I, I watched a little. So that's bit. in the deleted I to scene. Watch all of it. A little while. I'm, I'm gonna have to watch that.
0: Right. Because I was actually wondering in that deleted scene if he was actually gonna say, you know, why I didn't re- why I didn't do it yeah. was because maybe yeah. I was a cop or something like that to that extent. All right, so let's get into the part where the guy winds up to um with um uh, Jack Nicholson yeah. gets pissed off at him for throwing <laughs> him in the marsh, and this this made me laugh my ass off. He goes. And the guy is just over there cracking up laughing.
1: <laughs> he goes,
0: It's not fucking funny. <laughs> he goes, this is not reality fucking TV. <laughs> and he turns around and he says, You do not throw him in the marsh where someone goes and gets a BJ every Saturday. <laughs> And then that's when the dude is just cracking up, <laughs> laughing. It's not oh, fucking funny. <laughs> and I love the fact that he uses this is not reality TV because the news anchors yeah. are bringing it to life like it's reality TV. So, and he's oh, actually yeah. bringing and out that, to that life Boston that this is reality. He when he says, Mosh. When
1: he says, Mosh. <laughs> In the Mosh. <laughs> mosh. Uh, that, yeah, that was good. That was a good scene. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, you were right, though. He did, uh, as a matter of fact, in my notes, I yeah, did have him I down thought, as an undercover thought,
1: cop. It, but it was really brief. It was brief. You remember? Like, they, because they didn't really talk about it too much, you know?
0: Right. And then, remember, the guy was like, do you think he was really a rat? Yeah,
1: that's right. And then, yeah, and then uh, they're thinking that remember? they just did that to throw him off. Yeah. That, and see, that's what I'm confused about, right. because... We don't know if he was actually a cop or not. We just know what the news was saying, what the media was saying, you know. And maybe that was, you know, uh, the cops trying to make Jack Nicholson think that, oh, we got the, the rats dead now, so everything's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. That. Right. I think that's so. What I, yeah. That's, that's what that that would actually thinking. make sense. I, I didn't think he was really the, like a rat, a rat. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't think so. I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was the only rat in the crew.
0: Right. So did I. But then you realize too that uh, the reason why that they weren't able to make any arrest on Costello mm-hmm. was because mm, he was yeah. an informant for the that's FBI. Right. So that's also another thing I was thinking too was maybe he was like an FBI agent investigating yeah, this whole bad. entire thing as well, and maybe he has an um maybe he has, has yeah, some connection with okay. Creedon to where he can keep an eye on
1: him. Oh, yeah, for sure, but you know but that's what a makes lot of it speculation fun. you know it you know. makes it fun to kind of come to your own conclusions about things you know, and that, now that you know I've I hate to bring up the sopranos again, but you know you know how we are we're always <laughs> bringing up the sopranos, but uh you know shit, I right lost my train of thought where, where was I going with that what was I saying?
0: You're saying that it goes
1: back to the sopranos no, yeah you know, Pussy? I completely lost it <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what I was gonna say.
0: But yeah, it's going back to because uh, the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. you and I not both like the Sopranos,
1: Shit.
0: but you know,
1: I have no idea. I, I, no I idea. don't know where you were going with it, to <laughs> be honest.
0: But, but, you know, I like it. I like that though. Uh, and uh, then um,
1: speculating and, and coming to your own conclusion. We talked to, back, like back to the Sopranos, the way the whole series ended how it just, the, the screen goes black and you don't know, so you have to speculate on what's happening, you know what I'm saying, and I like that, now, you know I didn't like it in the beginning when I, when I first right. saw that, I was pissed I was like, you gotta be shitting me, they're gonna leave it open like that, but uh, now, you know that I've seen it a few times and I've come I've come to appreciate it, you know, because now you can kind of make up what happens with Tony and the rest of them in your own head you know what I'm saying, you know, you know what I mean right, and, that, and that's what I like
0: and right, like exactly. Too, and I so like that.
1: Speculation, you know, mm. so you kind of come to your own conclusions about things. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. See,
1: I knew uh, I so... it was something. It Let's see. Something we have Custon. It. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right.
0: it's okay. You found it. We're back on track now. But yeah, I'm glad that we're able to speculate. I mm-hmm. like speculating rather than something oh, yeah, being explained sure. to me. Uh, so see. you then, of course, Costigan arranges to meet uh, Sullivan. Okay, we there. Okay, now we're going to talk about
1: the shootout that actually yeah, happened with the crew. Scene, man, that was really cool. The, that whole everybody. shootout. Scene. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody I mean, dies. Action packed <laughs> in this one, for sure.
0: And. I also want to mention this too. Mm-hmm. This movie has a slow build up mm-hmm. in some ways. Yep. In some ways it's fast paced. But with this, it shows everything going to a head. Everything mm-hmm. that we were just one w- big watching and waiting
1: for. <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, so this is actually what happens who then Okay, so we have the shootout Mm -hmm. between Jack Nicholson and also Matt Damon. And, you know, at that point, Matt Damon Mm -hmm. knows that he's an informant for the FBI. And also, too, he's like, did you rap me out, Frank? And he goes, I would never give you up. You're like a, what, a son? And next thing you know it, Jack Nicholson, you can tell Jack Nicholson's doing something funny and fishy in his... Mm -hmm jacket on his left hand side <laughs> and he pulls out a gun getting ready to pull out a gun to shoot him then yep. Matt Damon shoots him once in the chest he's already mm-hmm. bleeding as it is he's already shot on the side Right. he's, always, he's already dying so just to speed up the process yep. Matt Damon yep. goes on ahead and shoots him again and then he's, then all of a sudden the gun goes off again but it instead it doesn't even hit Matt Damon or anything like that. Right. It was just like a little after effect after he died. With him yeah. having it on the trigger, and it kind of ricocheted a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And he shoots he's him again. <laughs> he shot him like three times. <laughs> right. And I, you know what? And then also, too, he takes his phone, just like he did with Queden's phone, to whenever he got Leonardo DiCaprio's number and everything, and calls him up. I started doing myself, don't think that's my fingerprints?
1: You would think that's one of the first things they do. But then again,
0: (laughs) well, don't forget too, we're also dealing with Matt Damon who works
1: for the the police department, so it's no surprise. But he did that. He he could pull some strings, for sure. Right.
0: Right. And also, too, this is also where the, now DiCaprio comes in to the police department and everything else, tells him who he is. He tries to clear things up and everything. And, he says, and of course, Matt Damon's over there bullshitting him, saying yeah. that he has, like, the blue yeah. screen of death on his computer. Because <laughs> I can't do anything with this fucking computer.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I like how you threw that accent in there. See, I... <laughs>
0: Thanks. You see, I can actually go in right, between. Right. I can actually use that's it and not about, use
1: that's it. That's how I am with my Charmette accent. But he goes
0: <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, he goes all my this computer is uh, all kinds of pixelated and shit. So I'm just going to go ahead and go to another computer.
1: So he goes up to the computer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw that. In
0: and out <laughs> you, see how of ch- you see how I switch that? <laughs> Thanks. So he goes up to the computer and he looks up Cossadin's name and everything, and then Cossadin goes... While he's upstairs, Cossadin's over here on his desk, and he sees the citizen envelope. And that's when he figures out that he's actually Frank's a snitch. Okay, and then after that happens, they go back to where Queen and... Uh, no, no, no. It actually goes on ahead where it goes to DiCaprio uh, yeah, and the, Madeline. The shrink,
1: yeah.
0: And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shrink. And you can tell yeah. that she wants to tell him that she's pregnant, but she doesn't, she doesn't do it yet. Because remember, he has her an envelope. He said in two weeks, Wait, she wants to uh, tell, you can tell yeah, me what you want to tell
1: what's me. What's going on, right, with her, that she's pregnant. Okay.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking yeah, that she's because- pregnant with
1: this kid. And, and not just that yet. Yeah, because you, you can know, tell um, in her eyes. If you remember correctly, uh, Matt Damon wasn't fucking her because he, he his equipment wouldn't work, remember? Yeah. So it was definitely... It had That's, been, right. Uh, That's right. DiCaprios. That's right. Yep.
0: Right. But you can tell in her eyes and the way she w- looked, right. she's definitely yep. had something that she wanted to say. And then... You know, whenever uh he calls up, so anyway, she winds up listening to the uh, yeah. recording, and of course, Matt Damon's in the shower. And next thing you know, it everything comes out in the open that he is actually the rat. She's pissed off. She goes in her in in her room. As a matter of fact, one of the lines that she he used, he goes, "Well, I'm pretty yeah. good at lying. I'm pretty fucking good at that."
1: Yeah, aren't I, Frank? Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Like, he's proud of it. He owned it. And then, all of a sudden, he's right? trying to bullshit her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's not, not working. Good.
0: <laughs> There's one thing. No. no but man. not only that, but you yeah, can't bullshit as that, shrink. That's fucking
1: go to school for, man.
0: <laughs> well, on top of that, though, a shrink that is also primarily right. deals with right. They've heard it all. cops. Right. So, him doing all this no, lying shit is, is definitely not helping him. <laughs> and then, of course, Cossadin, uh tells Sul- uh, Sullivan to go ahead and meet him up where Queen died, and he goes up to that building. And my favorite thing that Leonardo DiCaprio tells him is this. He said... I have a whole bunch of tapes that Frank had left me. Can you actually believe that? He actually
1: trusted me more than he trusted you. And that's, that's my recording, you know? I mean, even to the, you know, to the viewer, to us, you know, we hear that and we're like, holy shit, he trusted Leonardo DiCaprio more than, you know, than Matt Damon, who was his, basically his right-hand man. You know, that's crazy. That's crazy.
0: His own snitch. Right. His own snitch. snitch. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Which I thought that was funny, that he yeah, would actually trust him more that than um, Matt Damon. Yeah, for sure. That was a good plot twist. And then Anthony Anderson's character comes up the, comes up out of the elevator. Mm-hmm. He said, "Look, I'm a cop. You know me. He's done this and that. He's a yeah. dirty cop. You need to let me get rid of mm-hmm. him. I need to arrest him." And, you know, he's like, well, you don't have anything on
1: me or anything like
0: that. Yeah. I'm like, hello, he's got mm-hmm. the... Even though he deleted your identity, right. and
1: Anthony he's got the tapes to prove it. Leonardo DiCaprio from the police academy. So, he's got that, too. It's like, just just trust right. me for a little bit until we get to the fucking uh, police station. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right.
0: But what I don't get is, Anthony trusts him, but he still has the gun pointed to him. But... Also, too, you would think Pittman would actually go in the elevator with DiCaprio?
1: Yeah, I would definitely be taking the stairs. Rather than take
0: the stairs? To me, I think it worked better with the elevator with Anthony Anderson inside the elevator with DiCaprio. Yeah. That way he has a little bit more of a backup. Because I think that if he was in the elevator with DiCaprio, DiCaprio wouldn't have died. Right. There would have been more of a little bit more of a battle. Because, remember, they're two and two. There was only two yeah. – there was only maybe one, yeah, two guys true. that was there. Right, right. So Leonardo had a leeway. But, you know, I've, here's the thing. I still was on the edge of my seat after mm-hmm. this long period of time of not watching it to where mm-hmm. I'm thinking – I no, I know the scene is coming. Right. I know what's coming. I know Leonardo DiCaprio is going to die. But for a split second, I ignored all that yeah. and was like, for the for watching it for the first oh, yeah. time, and hoping that he would actually and live.
1: And he gets popped. I remember the first time I saw that; it, like, I jumped. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was not expecting that at all, not at all.
0: I wasn't yeah. either. That was my WTF moment. Yeah. Well, I was like, in a matter of fact, I actually said that out loud. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What." Well, Exactly, because I'm like I was not expecting it. It comes out of nowhere. You're thinking mm-hmm. that Leonardo DiCaprio yep. is going to survive this movie, and he doesn't. And it, and I was like, oh, don't then, tell me he dies the, in this the movie. The crazy too. part <laughs> is
1: it doesn't end there. It keeps going with, with crazy what the fuck moments. No, you know because then uh, the uh, the other cop, I can't think of his name, but it was uh, Matt Damon's no Matt Damon's buddy because he, he ends up yeah because he. Oh, the he one that was a stady, yeah, the hit, one that and was and a stady at the very beginning. You remember? And it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Where did he right. come from? Why did he do that? Because Queen and or not Queen and uh, Jack Nicholson had him in his in his pocket too. Yep.
0: Right, and then next thing you know, Sullivan kills him. Yep. Now so it's now it's a up. double homicide. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which who's going to end up doctoring the whole entire thing up? That's right, Matt Damon. Yep. Is.
1: And then you got you know the very end. You know, Matt Damon thinks he's off scot-free. Everything's good. You know, he's good to go, and he walks in his apartment, and what happens? Gets killed, and who gets yep. killed? And by you know, <laughs> by Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Fucking Wahlberg. <laughs> I love, dude. Like I said, I, it was a small part, <laughs> but he fucking killed it. You know, Mark Wahlberg did. Out of nowhere, you know? Because he
0: comes out of nowhere, too. Because, remember, he had to take a yeah. leave of absence for punching Matt Damon see, in the face because I, he knows that I he's the rat.
1: is, you know, after, after uh, Mark Wahlberg shoots him, he just, I, I don't think he goes back into police work. I think he retires and he's done with that shit. He don't want anything to do with it anymore. You know? And so he probably goes on and does right. something else. But I don't think he goes back to being a cop after that, you know? No way,
0: no, 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 absolutely not. Because remember, uh-huh. Alec Baldwin gave him two weeks' pay yeah. of a leave oh, of absence, so he's done being a right. cop. Yeah. he's just a civilian
1: that yeah. killed and somebody he had those uh, <laughs> those painters that killed the on, on his shoes and shit, so he didn't leave uh, his uh, shoe prints and stuff, you know. Very oh. smart, yeah, very smart,
0: which was smart, that was actually smart. Okay, so another thing that I want to mention is I like how at the very end it goes to it pans outside yeah. where the window is where you see the Boston Column. I think that's what it was. I forgot what mm-hmm. the actual uh, name of it is and everything because I've seen that a lot. Uh, I see that all the time when I was in Boston anyways but right, I forgot right. the name of the tourist attraction for it. But yeah, then you see yeah. a rat Perfect. go across the Perfect screen. <laughs> Because if yeah, you think about it, though, all, it was well, all about was, ratting each other yeah, out. Like
1: I said, I mean, the the two main characters, Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon, they're both rats, but from different angles. That's it. You know, they're, they're playing the same role, but from a different angle. You know what I mean? Yep. So and then, like, like you oh, said, yeah. at the very end, they both end up dying. And what do they show at the very end? A fucking rat. Because <laughs> what happens to rats, man? Exactly what happens right. to them. You know.
0: Okay, so the foreshadowing yeah. I want to talk about the X's. There was X's placed where the elevator is, where now the Caprio is getting ready to get uh, get killed. And oh, that's actually no an shit. X, meaning that so someone's gonna die throughout
1: the movie. You can catch uh, some X's. Yep, where people get killed. No shit. Okay, yeah, I'm have to go back and see that. Yep.
0: Yeah. Where Queenum is where he gets thrown off the thing oh, in the background where the windows are, okay. there's X's. There's like a tape of X. And then when Mark Wahlberg gets mm-hmm. in the uh, apartment area, oh, in the shit. hallway, there's red X's.
1: Oh, in yeah.
0: fact, I just noticed tonight they were red. <laughs> Which is my way of saying right. that's a uh, death execution oh, yeah, waiting cool. to happen.
1: That's
0: pretty cool. So, For sure. For sure. keep an eye out on that next time when you watch it. So, is there any closing thoughts no, that you want to actually talk about with I this think film, that or much is that it, pretty man? much like everything? Said, they...
1: this was a, a, a great film, man. I mean, even if you don't, because you don't necessarily have to be in the mafia stuff or anything to watch it. This is a, just a good gangster flick, man. Just a good, you know, good story, a good crime movie. Yeah, good tr- like crime know, movie. A good, uh, definitely a good watch for sure.
0: Definitely, and also too, if you guys aren't into like. Undercover work and stuff like that on what the process of getting a wire or anything like that, and a lot of the tax-paying dollars that goes into investigating something. This movie's up for you. Uh, yeah, for this fair. movie is actually up your creek because of the fact that uh, it gives you a lot of behind-the-scenes
1: stuff mm-hmm. that cops actually and have how to deep go they really in have to go. You know, if they if they want to be undercover, you got to go extremely yep. deep. And and I think uh, Leonardo DiCaprio did a great job on this.
0: Most definitely, I definitely have to say that. I wish that he actually got uh, an Academy yeah, Award for this, but, they, but he didn't. <laughs> okay, so another thing I want to actually mention is this. You know how you were asking me about Costello's character? Guess what? It is—it's actually based uh, on okay. a gangster it, from know, Whitey it Bulger.
1: Kind of have some Whitey Bulger feel to it, you know. A little bit. Okay. No shit. Right.
0: So that I just want to point that out. That was just some a little bit of uh, trivia. If you guys were actually wondering about that, uh, not only that, but the Academy Awards, I think really? also debunked this movie too. Uh, the party was a critical and commercial success and won several awards, including Oscars. At the 79th Academy Award for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adaptive Screenplay, and Best Film Editing. So, yeah, definitely won that. Uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, was also nominated for Best Supporting And
1: and like I said, he really didn't have that big of a part. And to be nominated for something like that, you know, that's huge, man.
0: No. To be honest with you, I thought it would actually have been either Charlie Sheen's father... Uh, Martin, that would actually get nominated for that, or I thought that it would actually be Alec Baldwin that would actually get right, nominated for right, that since right. he had a, they, maybe a little bit of a larger They part. seen
1: just like what we've seen, you know, they, they saw how good he played that small part, you know? Yeah.
0: Right, exactly. So that's going to be it for the show and everything. Absolutely. I just want to say thank you again, man, for being on the show, Absolutely, taking your man. time thank out of you your, your day to talk about the departed. You're welcome. And guys, I just want to point this out. I'm actually taking a break this week. This is actually going to be the only show that I'm going to have up and everything. And then next week, we're starting off again. And next Monday, I actually have my friend Dennis talking about his book that just came out and everything. And then on Thursday, I have Rossi McCreed doing a Scarface review. So we're going to be doing that. And then, of course, guys, if you guys want to donate to the show, we actually have a GoFundMe page. You guys can actually check that out in the show notes in the description below. Another thing, too, is if you guys want all your entertainment needs and everything else for movie reviews, movie news, or anything, go to www.movieloversunite.com for all your entertainment needs and purposes that you guys find there. Also, too, this podcast is on all platforms that you can actually think of for your podcast needs. And then we also have a Pinterest for Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. You can also find us on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit. And also too, you can follow me at John Degorio eight on Twitter, then on Instagram for Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. And then we also have a Pinterest for Movie Lovers TV Lo- Lovers Unite. You guys can find me there. And always